Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hate being told, no, that's a stupid idea, or no, you should not grow that plant. Because let's face it, I like to experiment. But with that being said, there are six crops that I would steer beginners away from only because I don't think it's gonna lower the grocery bill and they can be incredibly difficult to grow or they just don't yield the results that you intended to yield. So with that being said, these are my six. I'm not too fond of crops to grow in your garden. Today's video is sponsored by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning platform that allows you to take courses to help you with a new talent, maybe getting that second source of income, all the way to helping you perfect hobbies. There's one class done by myself over on Skillshare where I teach you to grow indoors using soil. The next class I'm going to be launching over there is actually going to be on starting your own garden from food scraps. So be sure to go check that out. There is an exclusive offer to the first thousand people that click the link in the pinned comment down below to get one month free over on Skillshare. Skillshare is a great way to hone different talents such as editing videos, videotaping, indoor gardening, painting, you name it, because they have curated teachers that have to go through a whole vetting process that will then give you a course that you can proceed through and have an assignment at the end. The assignment at the end is huge because it allows you to post and ask questions and interact not only with the teacher, but other classmates, really helping you perfect that skill. So go check out Skillshare so you can get that second source of income or just lower your grocery bill this year. First one is legumes. Now I know this one's gonna catch me a lot of heat, but hear me out. Legumes for the purpose of eating, I find to be a waste of time and money. If you grow these on a large scale to supplement your pea intake, for example, for the year, you do need some special harvesting equipment or you better start working out your thumbs right now because anyone who's had to harvest peas on a mass scale knows just how sore your thumbs will be at the end. So with that being said, I don't think legumes are a great crop to grow to cut the grocery bill, but I do think legumes are great to grow for cover cropping, green manuring, and just a nitrogen influx in a crop rotation. That means I will continue to plant snap peas is my favorite. That is inoculated with rhizobium bacteria in my crop rotations or intercropping or as a green manure in my garden. I do harvest from these as fresh eats for salads or stir fries, but I don't obsessively harvest off these. So I'm not obsessed with making sure I'm constantly capturing the peas pods and I don't sit down and calculate how many plants I need to be able to achieve my yearly pea intake, that sort of thing. And that's solely because I do find it much cheaper just to go buy a bag of dried chickpeas or black beans, whatever the case is, and pressure canning them or grabbing some frozen peas, for example. So legumes, unfortunately, in my opinion, only because of the time and effort and potential money that is to go into harvesting them doesn't make the top of my list as fave crops to grow. I would put something else in its place. 
place. Like a root vegetable, a carrot, a beet, something like that, that I can get behind. Next up is strawberries. Now, strawberries from the garden, are they delicious? Yes, they are the best strawberries you will ever taste in the on the face of the planet, absolutely. But the space they take up and the yields they give you, if you get a yield because some pesty little rabbit or bird or whoever hasn't come along and harvested it for you, is pretty darn low compared to that of which you could have a perennial berry plant that is higher yielding. So hascap or raspberry, for example, are all plants that are perennials in colder zones that have a much higher yield. And you can share with the animals without crying about that one poor strawberry that got eaten. So I find that berry bushes are less intense for inputs and they're higher yielding. And so therefore I do feel like those are a better investment of time and energy over the strawberry. That's personal opinion. And there's lots of hacks and tricks out there to try to prevent the sparrows from eating them, but you'd be shocked. It just, it very rarely works. Number three is indoor fruit. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Fruit trees or just fruit trees in an indoor setting container setting in general. So this one is going to be very specific to us here in the northern climate. And the reason for that is because they will yield, don't get me wrong, they will yield lemons, they will yield limes, they will yield grapefruits given the correct conditions. It's the time investment and the money investment. So if you're gonna grow these for the purpose of enjoying your own lemon and lime and for the novelty of that, go ahead, great choice. But I do feel like if you're gonna grow these for the purpose of like supplementing your lemon needs for the year, probably not a great idea. They need quite intense light. They probably need their own solo light, to be honest, grow light. And they take years to get there. They also really need to have their nutrients in check, that sort of thing. And the plants themselves, if you don't start them from seed, can be incredibly expensive. <laughs> so I've seen some of these, you know, $50 for like a small little lime bush at this point. That'll take, you know, quite a while to yield anything that of use. Fruit trees, definitely indoor fruit trees. They do not make the cut for me. I have one flower on the list and this is because I feel like there's other perennial flowers you could put in its place that will give you more continual pretty blooms for longer and are not nearly as fussy and that is tulips. I have tulips, I do not love tulips. I find the flowers to be very fleeting. I think this may be particular to where I have them planted combined with my zone, which is very, very cold and then very, very hot. And because of that wild temperature fluctuation, the flowers don't tend to last very long. So I do feel like that is a plant where something else could be supplemented in its place. They're just heartbreaking for a beginner gardener because it's just, it's a, such a pretty flower that is so fleeting. Next up is celery. So celery, I've tried to grow in the past it just doesn't yield very well in my cold climate you do have to start it right now here in february which we just talked about and seeds to start in february video and what i will say there is that celery i just yeah no i don't like it so celery is one that i just 
it's not for me, it's too complicated. And last one, I think that this one's kind of funny, but I see it rising in fame, and that is grains. So I've been seeing a lot of people growing grains for the purpose of harvesting and then making their own bread in the world of influencers more so than anything. And what I will say there is that it takes a ton of real estate to do this, and you do need, they leave out this, but you do need some special equipment or at, at a minimum, quite a bit of backbreaking work to separate the seed from the shaft. So we use a thresher. There's hand threshers you can make. Again, they're not cheap to make, but you can make them. You can also do like a shake and dump with the wind type method. But ultimately the little wheat berries, while they store a long time, are the investment, the land investment, and um, just what you get off of it, in my opinion, is not worth it. So I always laugh at this because obviously my husband's family farms and stuff. And so I see like combines full of wheat. And then I think of like people who are doing like little, you know, 10 foot block sections of this. And I'm like, holy man, that's wild. So I'm sure you could just go ask your, uh, your favorite farmer nearby. And if you can just grab some out of their hopper and they would, they wouldn't care if you took a five gallon bill bucket. And that's probably all you'd need for the entire year. Now, with that being said, if you were to use grains, for a cover crop type scenario, that is fine. Cover crops, you're not supposed to bring to full maturity. You're not supposed to get them to head out and you know dry out and stuff. You're supposed to kill them off before they get to that point. So I think a cover cropping method for soil stabilization or increasing soil structure, that sort of thing, aggregation, that is again, very acceptable, similar to that of legumes, because that would be something in between growing or an intercropping type case. So that is my sick, not too fond of growing crops. You guys have to let me know in the comments down below what your not so fond of growing crops are and why. The ones that made my list really truly came down to whether or not they decrease the grocery bill and whether or not they're beginner friendly um, and then overall cost when it comes to harvest and keeping of the plant and that sort of thing. So you have to let me know if I'm off the mark on any of these and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.